Anyway, off topic. Big diversion. Saskia, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Oh, wait, I yeah, I mean, I'm Saskia. Like, I don't have a drink anymore because I ran out of water. I still have do some ice have, left. Actually, no, I'm good this now. is about okay. identity, why don't we not introduce ourselves? Because I don't really know who I am. <laughs> okay, that is actually the... Wait, are you smart? Thank you. No, she's really not. <laughs> Thank you, next. Stop, guys. <laughs> okay, um, I'm Misaki. I'm here with my coffee... Okay, guys. It has ice, espresso, ice. cacao... Cocoa, no, cocoa powder. And the caramel stuff. maca powder, the which caramel. yeah, I don't know why people like vegans say it tastes like chocolate. They're I mean, not chocolate, such, caramel. They're vegans have been living such a depleted. Actually, let's not go on a hate vegan thing. Veganism let's is good, that. but I'm that's kidding. a personal Obviously. choice that I shall not be making. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not. Mean. But it's oat milk and almond milk because we like our beer. Oh no! We, we like don't. our duos. Oops. We yeah, we like our um. My hair two is better than one. Yeah, and we also like our intestines. <laughs> Digestion. Three is better than two. And Maria's got the same drink as Masaki. Oh yeah, Maria's yeah. sniffing her hairband for some I am sniffing my hairband because it smells like the maca thing that I smell. Oh, isn't it strange? It smells strange. It smells like a root. You smell. <laughs> Why do you say root like that? Root? It doesn't smell like. My hands. Yeah, my whole body it smells like. Yeah, she really got it yeah, all over I her. Really so. did. Any hoozles. Big diversion. Our topic of the day is. Da, 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 da. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Trumpet yeah. fanfare and stuff. I'm your trumpet fan. No. Anyways, <laughs> so our no. theme, our theme or our topic of the day is identity. Yeah. Um, because we were talking about it kind of earlier on the way over on the bus. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we might. Have, and it's something we have talked about a lot. Yeah, I feel, like, yeah it is. Because we do kind of suffer crises from it. Many crises. Many. Okay. So okay, many, basically, the there is a lo- okay. There's a lot because we'll probably do a few episodes on this, but like yeah. different types of. And identity. we do need to lay down some backstory first, so yeah. like you understand. Yeah. The fucking crises. If we're talking, Yo, there there is so much going on here. Yeah. So there's and right now we are talking mainly like identity based, right? Yeah. Not identity based. Oh, I mean, like nationality based. Where the conversation. Yeah. Came. But there's obviously a lot to debunk. Yeah. Yeah, like, for example, Masaki's Parisian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did that happen? No, but genuinely, when I think mm-hmm. of Parisian people, I think of you. No. I'll take that both as a compliment and as I an think, insult, I think but in you, the best way. No, I mean, okay, to be fair, when I think of it, I mean, like, in terms of, like, a Pinterest, <laughs> like, Paris. an aesthetic, oh, aesthetic Pinterest board, yeah. I'm like, Maria, Masaki is, like, the <laughs> Paris aesthetic Pinterest board. Oh, thank you. I take that as a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, I will kill you. <laughs> Whoa! Your dad be like, "What was the suit in uh, This Is War?" We need to stop. We need to, uh, the alpaca <laughs> suit. You always do this. No Savile Row. That's in London there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho's um, yeah. So uh, okay, we're going strictly off nationality, like to start with. Yeah. yeah um. Awesome. So do you want to? We start have. Uh, okay. <laughs> God. Backstory. Mm. Basically, both my parents are Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they not really? They're not really. <laughs> at heart, they're not really. Actually, my mum is at heart, but then pretending. We'll get into this later because yeah, that's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, not actually. Yeah, my dad is not. Anywho's, um, I was born in Paris, spent she three bougie. years there, and then um, moved to Amsterdam, spent nine years there, and moved here. Wait, have I lived somewhere? No. <laughs> oh, <kind laughs> I had like, a for like a couple yeah. months, but yeah. And then um, I lived in Luxembourg. Honestly, it's seven years now, which is so long. Yeah. It's catching up to Amsterdam. And then um, I'm supposed to be in Edinburgh um, for uni. And yeah, 
many of my I have okay I have a lot of crises about that but let's not get to it because be, okay well, I've been to Japan like get into yeah it. but first we're gonna like backstory <laughs> yeah. the rest of us and then we can get into the actual crisis yeah okay that's my basic backstory also I think it should be like pointed out that my parents are also very they've lived abroad like yeah for like, a long time your parents so not, studied like, in various it's not like they're expats yeah. well I mean they kind of are but not but really. it's not like direct from Japan that they just went yeah. straight to Paris mm-hmm. yeah I mean where are you trying to go I feel like the circle. No, go. Oh, I just want to say that expats is funny because well, what if you were like a spy and your name was Patrick and you changed it? You're like, expat. Not gonna lie, what when is you first wrong said that, with you? I thought of fat Amy actually being fat Patricia oh and I was God, like, she's what? an expat. Plot twist, yeah. She literally is. Maria, <laughs> tell us about your life. Anywho, that's what I was thinking about. As you should. Thank Me you. having an identity crisis and <laughs> being like, but an expat. If that's not the most on-brand thing for our group, though. It yeah. is, it is. Although you'd be having an identity crisis. Yeah. I'd be telling her about the expat, and we'd be laughing, and you'd be, you'd be like, guys, <laughs> this is serious. We'd be like, yes, very serious. And Chris would, like, pat someone on the head. Anyway. Yeah. Talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my uh, padre uh, is French. He feels very French. He's, He's very French. French. He's pretty French. Yeah. Not Parisian French, but French. French, yeah, French. Like, no snow. Yeah. yeah. And my mom is Argentinian, but pretty much a Nashville, Tennessee gal. And then a little Represents bit of Mexican, Mexican vibes going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my dad as well, Mexican mm-hmm. vibes going. He's kind of an American now. Um, For context, they met there. They, they, did, they yeah. did, So, yeah, hence the Mexican. They met in Mexico. But yeah, Papa's pretty French, I'd say. Mm, yeah. Mama's a bit confused, but that's more of like a... My family sucks. Fine. And then where you lived? And then where... Oh, uh, okay. Um, so I was born in the US. Wait, She's American. specifically, where were you born Why? in the US? Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> I know, she, I know she was. Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, I'm not proud of it. Make and fun of her for that. Manny was born in Connecticut. And then... Uh, I always thought Connecticut was like connecting stuff. It's like connect. Like connect four? Yeah, kind of. Nice. Um, I have Anyways, many brains. So you were born know. in the U.S. Born in the U.S. Then we moved to uh, Chipping Sudbury in South Gloucestershire in the U.K. for like five years, and then shut the fuck up. <laughs> I literally. This she is not say anything. <laughs> she huffed. <laughs> <laughs> she puffed and she blew the house down. She knows why. <laughs> Keep talking. And then... You scoundrel. I went... You scoundrel. And then I went to Switzerland for two years. And then Luxembourg for... Almost nine. Nine years. Yeah, eight, eight, almost nine years. And then now I'm in Norwich. 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 (laughs) Yeah, that's that. And then for me, so I was born in Trier and lived there for a couple of months and I moved over to Luxembourg, which is where I've been like my entire life. But my mom is like 100% British. Actually, she would like, she would argue that she's just, she's like, I've got a bit of like Irish in me because she doesn't obviously want to be all English because like who would? Um, and then dad. No English slander here. No kidding. <laughs> uh, dad was born. <laughs> And then dad was born in Mexico and then lived in Chile and then he fled um, when he was 
eight and then went to Germany and then lived there for a few years in like Frankfurt and stuff and then moved to the UK where he did the rest of his high school and then university and stuff and then um, like he met my mom they moved around like they lived in a couple different places and then he came to Luxembourg um, and then she joined him and then they moved over to Trier so that we could be like so Lucas and I could be born in Germany and then we moved yes. back um, but yeah it's Issues, drama. Yeah. Drama. Yeah, go. You okay, brought well, it up. <laughs> my thing is, I've never sort of like deep and shit, but I've never felt like I've belonged to like any <laughs> deep and shit. <laughs> Wait, why was that the issues in the drama? No, I, mean, I just, for me, it's just I've never felt like I've like been from a certain place. Like, yeah, I think that's I like, the same yeah. for all of us. Like, like that's Especially why we talk about it a lot. Because, yeah. like, I'm proud of a lot of aspects of the different cultures that, like, my dad has and that he's, like, shown us and stuff. But I'm also very aware of the fact that, like, I don't feel Chilean. Like, I don't look it. I don't speak the language. I don't cook or eat much of the food and stuff. Same, says non Chilean, but, like, I'm... <laughs> and so, like, I am proud of... I'm, like, I'm proud to be able to say that I have... Like, literally, I'm proud to be able to say that I'm not just, like, fucking English. <laughs> That's kind of the thing. It's, like, that... Um, she's um cultured she's just not like other girls <laughs> but then i'm also like aware of the fact of like what it did to my dad and his family and stuff and so like i don't like think about that and then germany like i don't feel any sort of connection to it i don't feel any loyalty towards it um i hated learning the language because i was forced to like looking back i appreciate the language and i wish i could speak it but just being forced to learn something you don't want to learn is not going to make you enjoy it and you know then there's like also pretty nasty history with my family when it comes to germany and like the 30s and stuff do the mental math um Mm. and then like british like you know like i've grown up speaking english my entire life but i never lived in the uk so there's always that disconnect when we went home to see family there because or not home but when we went to see family there because it would be very different culturally speaking and now they kind of hate everyone who's anything other than english I mean, they always have, but, like, especially after Brexit and shit. And so my mom, that felt like a slap in the face because, you know, she's been British her entire life. And then they were like, we don't fucking want you here. So she applied for Luxembourgish citizenship. So now we have Luxembourgish. But again, I don't speak the language. I never was part of Luxembourgish culture growing up because I was at the European school and then the international school. So, like, I just... It's, like, the biggest case of imposter syndrome. And they're very, like, protective of their culture, which they should be, like, the culture and language. I think it's really important to preserve that, but... Yeah, for a place so small, I think it's great that they, like, sort of require you that, to take some yeah. lessons on the culture and the language to get the nationality, unless you're born here. But for an outsider, it is hard But it's also, yeah, it's, like, you know, high walls to break into That's the stuff. same as the Netherlands, so I think they have, like, kind of similar cultures in that way, because, like, we lived there for a long time, and for the first, like, three or four years, they're very, like, because they're all very fluent in English. Yeah. And they're very, like, accommodating for that, but after, like, the third or fourth year, they're like, oh, like why do you not speak the language like you know they start talking to you in dutch and be yeah. like why don't you speak our language now i'm like sis I give, just give. <laughs> yeah i was like i have no reason um but yeah i think i don't know there's a lot to like culture and language and stuff i think explain yourself masa why <laughs> yeah agreed that's all you're gonna say no um i think no i think it's a really delicate thing right mm-hmm. now because there's a lot of i mean a lot of the pain and also good that comes out of like globalization mixing yeah. cultures sharing cultures cultural appropriation so like not really knowing how to respect like mm. 
it's just like you said imposter syndrome plays into it and also just like i don't know it, there's very much i don't know there's this thing my mom said oh okay well here's hoping my cousins never listen to this well no i mean actually it's not it's not a bad thing it's just like my mom says it but she obviously i'll explain properly um basically her sister um was very young when they left argentina and my mom she's the youngest of the four and my mom always said how she felt like her sis she she found it strange that her sister feels more argentine or is more vocal about being a latina online or is more vocal about being part of like a minority and being like really standing up for um she's very vocal politically anyways on social media um but especially like i don't know about something that she might not remember as well yeah and it just like for example it's normal but as the siblings go down the spanish gets less fluent so like my mom i mean i think she i think she speaks like her accent to me is undistinguishable from her parents or from her siblings but she says that her her vocabulary is not like that wide and then her sister even less so and her older siblings like they speak pretty well but yeah everyone speaks spanish it's just not like it's different levels and stuff yeah like they find that like they feel like it is on a different level to some people yeah Yeah, and i think you're always more critical of that on yourself as well Mm -hmm, but she definitely feels like there are things that she doesn't like she doesn't feel massively argentine and always confuse her or like but okay it i don't want to speak i don't want to start Beef. I don't want to start beef. No, not that anyone's ever gonna actually listen to this, but I just want to make it clear because I don't want it to be like. I mean, I we, we any know there's never any Valentine's, but yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like put any words now in his mouth, but um, what I understood from what my mother said is that it kind of bothered her when her sister would like be very vocal about that. When she's like, "You don't really know what it was like. You don't really how how can you feel more Latina than me?" For example, mm-hmm. like I. And, like, I think it's just, like, this weird, like, where people have this struggle between wanting to be proud of their cultures, like you were saying. Like, there are things that you're very proud of, but someone else who might feel like... You feel like you're doing something respectful, and they might feel like you're doing something like that's, you're not like, entitled to it. Like, yeah. It's so delicate. Because so yeah. I know that that is, like, a common thing for people. Like, especially if they were born in one place and then moved, but they really, like, want to have like connect to the roots in that place and everything like i know like of a lot of people who especially like might have been born in like central latin america and then moved to the u.s and so they like always grew up in like an american system but they're very proud even if it's just because they are not like like okay it's not a minimal thing at all but if especially if they're not white even if they never had any experience in whatever place they were born in they will still want to like sort of maintain those roots as hard as possible so that they can always be connected to that aspect and i think like a lot of confusion comes from people like like you said like people who are born in a certain place or their parents are born in yeah. a certain place and their parents have lived in a different country like say the US or the UK for like a really really long time and the kids are obviously then like born into the country and the culture and yet they're still discriminated against or like thought of as a different group or like different like minority outsider and when like, you feel like yeah, you and I'm like there. how are they yeah. meant to figure out be proud of their culture when they're shouting it for it but then they can't be proud of the culture that they're brought up in because they're the culture that's shitting on their like original yeah. like heritage culture so i'm like how you're really not helping things yeah. i mean like for me i mean like thankfully i've never been like bullied for anything mm. but especially not that but for and i know i feel like it's kind of like a shitty nothing to say but feel because i'm obviously like well aware of like white privilege and everything that comes with it but for me it was really difficult to identify with like 
being Chilean because I look so not the part. Like mm. I'm the whitest person I know. I burn in the sun and everything. But, and so when I went over, I was, I, I would love to see family and I felt not like super connected to them just because I didn't know them all too well. Cause you know, social media wasn't a big a thing when I first went over, but I first started going to Chile when I was five. So that was an important part of my childhood. We went every two years or every three years when we could, and we would stay there for a few weeks and do what we could there. And like my parents would sort of like try to flood us with as much of the culture as possible there. Like we would travel a lot when we were there, you know, between the different cities and stuff. And so I was always so proud to come back and talk about it, but I was always so aware of the fact that I do not look the part. And so it really, it kind of messed with me when I was there. Cause when I was in Chile, I felt like such a tourist because I didn't know the language super well. I didn't know the culture super well. And I didn't look the part at all, but I'd show up with like a Chilean passport. We'd go through Chilean customs or whatever. And I felt like such an imposter. And so then like now, I'm proud of it. And like yesterday, you know, so like you guys were at my house and my dad made a Chilean meal and I personally don't like what he made. And so I feel kind of shitty to not enjoy it because I'm like, you know, of, of the few things that I could truly be like, oh, this is what I love about my culture. And I do for most part of it. I like, I can't taste my, like change my taste buds for it and everything. But you know, that's one thing that I think I'd be more comfortable to sort of like stand my ground in is like, this is something that I'm proud of, but I can't because I don't actually like some of it. If you know yeah, what I mean. for a lot of like, even now like there's a lot of Japanese food staples that I don't particularly like like I think it's easy to be like oh sushi you know like Mm. I like sushi obviously but like um but there's so many other things that out there and i and especially for us we are very like we're big foodie people yeah. so like we we pay a lot of attention to yeah, food and that's the like culture that comes with it we kind of do not gonna <laughs> lie but that's great but like you know there's so many parts of and i think it's really easy to embrace certain parts of your culture and mm-hmm. to like neglect others like it's easy for me to be like oh yeah food's great and then be like okay well, what else is there like it's hard to like actually get to the bottom of it and i think for me personally because I don't know. Um, well, we don't really visit very often, which is honestly kind of bad. Yeah, that's another thing. Most of us haven't lived in at least one of the like, mm. cultures or like one of our like nationalities. Yeah. Like I've never lived in Chile. You've never lived in Japan. You've never lived in Argentina. So yeah. that's like so another I think it's very, aspect. Like, it's different living there. Yeah, know? for sure. And like I, I'm always very critical about Japan because I see it as a very flawed, which every society is flawed. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I'm just like very aware of its flaws and because i've been brought up here i have a completely different mindset i'm sure for the for the people there it's like normal you know but from an outsider kind of thing it's like so different and the other day i took like a quiz that i had to do for like one of my classes and it was like basically like looking like evaluating your approaches and putting on a scale like for example like how you approach conflict or whatever and you had to put in your nationality so i put in japan and everything was like the polar opposite like this is like like, yeah this is like your cultural norm and i was like on the other side of the scale and i was like oh fun like it's funny because it's interesting but at the same time it's like oh i really really don't fit in there like and like that's something else we have all mainly grown up in european like households or like you know continental like europe kind of thing plus the Mm -hmm. uk and that's a very different approach to pretty much anything culturally speaking yeah. from you know asia from latin america mm-hmm. and like obviously a lot of aspects of north america and stuff but like europe yeah. itself is such a weird sort of mishmash 
Yeah, it definitely is. That when you're comparing and contrasting, you're like, oh, that's fucking bizarre. And I'm so used to it. Like, I like I would say I'm, like, if, if it could be a nationality, I'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm European. Like, I identify as European more but so I'm than like, any significant like, singular country. You have no, like, European blood in you. You know, like, <laughs> literally no drop, single drop. Well, probably I do somewhere, but, like, I don't know. It's just so weird to think about. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I do feel like, like you were saying, like, there's obvious pros and cons to everything but globalization is one of those things where it's really easy to Mm -hmm. see the negative and the positive impacts of stuff like the positive impact is that like you know it's a lot easier for me to communicate with all sorts of people including my family that live in like you know Mm -hmm. these far off places in the world but it's also a lot harder to sort of see like the lines like the divides in culture and stuff because everything sort of like seeps and overlaps and there's good and bad about that but for me it means that I can't like I'm I'm never sure of like what I'm assigning to like the German part or the Luxembourg mm-hmm. part and I don't think I'm assigning anything to either of those but like if people ask me where I'm from I will say Luxembourg because it's easier and it explains why I have a weird accent but then I don't feel Luxembourgish by any means because again I kind of have no loyalty to this place especially after like all sorts of like weird like you know like a few a few years ago it was like 10 years ago um there was a vote on whether or not people who'd been living in Luxembourg would be allowed to vote in general elections and stuff if they lived here for like five or whatever how many years mm-hmm. and they voted against it. it was like 80% majority against giving us the vote and so I remember like you know being a kid and realizing I was like, oh my god they really don't want us here even though it's like 50% of the country is like non-Luxembourgish get the nationality like they yeah. make it quite they make I think if they do a good balance with yeah. it it's like you have to know enough about the culture and like put an effort into learning about the culture but at the same time it's not impossible but I just remember feeling like kind of like oh I felt kind of like impostery just like mm. living here I was like I've lived here my entire life it's my home but I was like wow Luxembourgers really don't want people like me here even though I didn't consider myself to be other than other yeah. than like you know education systems were very different and stuff and that's yeah. something else like I grew up speaking English learning English and then learning second languages but the Luxembourg school system is super mm-hmm. intense and it's like you're learning you're French like then German then the Luxembourg time. or the other way around and everything and so you come out being a complete polyglot and I came yeah. out of ISL like knowing like one and a half languages kind Did of parle Francais as the French would say <laughs> No, I think language plays a big part in it. And I think if, okay, if my parents were both, like, Japanese and they moved here and all they could speak was Japanese, then I'd be forced to, like, you know, speak that yeah. as my mother tongue, um, which would be harder, but also, like... It'd be a very different Yeah, it's situation. a very different yeah. situation. But because I know that they are both fluent in, like, different languages, I just revert to English or to, like, even French sometimes. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, because especially like my dad he listens to french like he thinks in french or like he listens to french radio or like it's very split like even between japanese and french and my mom as well she's very like she understands english perfectly and speaks it perfectly so like for me i find that i speak in english most of the time like, even if i think i'm speaking japanese i'm speaking like basically half english yeah. um and then I, when i go to japan sometimes or like when i'm speaking to my grandparents i'm like oh god I do speak half the time in English even if I'm thinking I'm speaking Japanese and that's another thing that you said that I find interesting is that I can't think in other languages like mm. even when I'm trying to speak other languages and I don't have much issue like you know if I'm doing like basics like French speaking whether it's like ordering in a restaurant or whatever I don't have an issue doing that but I'm, my thought process every single time is English and then I translate it in my mm. head and then I can't think in another language which I think distances me further from cultures that I want to like you know be part of and everything whereas you know my dad 
like obviously he's a translator but he was forced to learn different languages because you know they fled Chile and so he moved to Germany and he was you know he had to speak German for school and stuff so he learned German and then he moved to England and he had to learn English and then he did that and now he he always says like English is the language that he's most fluent in because it's what he spends most of his time thinking and speaking in but Spanish is still his mother tongue kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, I never had that. For me, it was just English all the way, but I never lived in England. I was barely around English people because the other English people that I was around were like me. Like, they were living, mm-hmm. they grew up in Luxembourg. Their parents were, like, half and half or something. Or So it was, I like, I felt loyalty to a language, but never the culture because I was, like, I've seen how England has screwed over even my parents, like, not just, like, you know, everyone else in the world, but, like, my dad was just bullied and harassed because, you know, he was a Latino man, there in the 80s and stuff <laughs> that yeah. wasn't exactly like harbor is like not resentment but like kind of like yeah it's just kind of like, like you're aware of the fact of you're aware of like the pain that some that mm-hmm. it's brought the people that you love and all of a sudden you're like yeah, yeah i don't want to like tie myself exclusively to that yeah and i think like it's strange i don't know it's very strange like when i go to japan like i will not say i look like physically i am japanese obviously but i don't know i go there and those everyone starts speaking to me in english and I'm like, I actually, like, that's, this is my mother tongue. Like, I don't know what gave it away that I, I my first language is really different. No, I think it is just, like, a different, like, vibe. Yeah. But I would, like, go into a store and I'm just looking around and they speak to me in English. I'm like, I don't know, reply to them in Japanese. They're like, oh, your Japanese is really good. I'm like, that's like yeah, I am first. Japanese. Yeah, but like, you do okay. look Japanese, too. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, okay. Be like, if I went there and I started speaking fluent Japanese, they'd be like, yeah, like, but I'd be like, yeah, yeah I know. See, I'm not right? completely stupid. And I was like, honestly, I was like, I take that as a compliment because, like, whatever. Um, but I think it's like, oh, it's good for someone who's not Japanese. I'm like, ah, interesting concept. Yeah. I am very bad at it, but like, it's fine. Yeah, but like, when what you're seeing in the mirror is completely contrasting what's inside that can be like really weird yeah, and when it's, it's confirmed by people yeah that look i know like that's the thing you. i'm like i'm in my country what yeah the like fuck? for me it'd be like if i went to the uk and they'd be like do you speak do you understand english do you need us to speak something else i'd be like i don't speak anything what more do you want from me yeah no it's definitely strange but i mean like do you ever do you think in french when you speak french um yes or if I'm writing essays, or even if I've been with French, like if when I went on a stage once, like, yeah. or if I'm at Nona's, like yeah. literally four days or yeah. something like that, and it's like you. I think definitely when you're in the when situation, you're immersed, yeah, yeah, like a lot of my f- French and Japanese, like very conversational, is very automatic. Like it's just when I don't have to think about it, yeah. you know. But like when I'm having like a deeper conversation, like a more complex one, then I'll have to translate. But yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't think in it. Oh, I don't know if I do. Sometimes because I, I mean, like I know it's like even you saying just now, like when you were writing stuff, like when I was in IB, I would always be writing sentences in my head in English, and then I have to translate it. And so that's why it took me so long to write in like different languages or to speak in different languages because I'd be thinking out what I wanted to say, and then I'd have to translate the specific words, and then like you know sometimes you have to rearrange like the whole like mm-hmm. like sentence. sentence structure because it's different and everything. And that's why I always was so frustrated in French and German classes, because especially in German class, because I was put in like a higher level than I was comfortable with, because even though I understood it, I couldn't say what I wanted to say. And we talk about like important conversations like identity. And I'd have these, you know, things that I was like passionate about saying, but I couldn't formulate Mm -hmm. a sentence properly. And because they were teachers, their whole thing was, you know, teaching you how to say it correctly. So they'd always interrupt me and be like, this is how you say it. And I'm like, you're kind of missing the point that I'm trying to make. I appreciate that that's your job, yeah. but it always like felt like undermining 
everything I was trying to do. And so that's like, you know, we've said again and again that language holds so much importance in culture. And so because it has such negative like history of learning languages because I struggled so much with them it's made it a lot more difficult for me to feel like I'm connected to anything other like I feel super adrift all the time I'm just like who knows what's happening I think that's interesting because like a community I think you can definitely speak a language but for you to be able to communicate your like actual thoughts properly like obviously if it's like I want pizza (laughs) it's not that hard but like what you're thinking like on deeper or more complex subjects yeah and I think what Japan, anyways, is a culture that's very closed off to that, um, which is another reason why I don't really like identify with it. But I think because of that, it just doesn't have many expressions that you can use in the first place. And then I'm not the most fluent, so I don't know them or like know how to use them. Yes, even someone who was fluent wouldn't have that much available because I'm not even fluent. It's like I'm very limited, and I find it like when I'm trying to communicate with my parents on like more serious issues. I they're like there's a I would start talking to them in English because I'm like well I can only express myself in English and then they're like no speak Japanese this is a serious conversation I'm like I, I cannot express yeah. what I'm trying to say and it really frustrates me because we'll be having the conversation in Japanese I'm like you're not getting my point like I cannot talk to you in this language because I I yeah. there's no firstly there's no words like <laughs> physically like they don't no exist. words yeah. but like just I just don't know how to put my thoughts together in english i mean in japanese yeah. um, apparently in english too <laughs> and like like you just said like for me i know that my dad was pretty heartbroken when i stopped because i mean he's always like you used to be completely fluent like bilingual spanish english when you were a kid and i always say yeah because i was four oh, like, yeah i was bilingual like, I didn't in know. french like <laughs> yeah it's like i did like, like you know two. i barely spoke anything and he's like no but you knew how to express everything you needed to at that time and like it would have grown if he'd stuck with it mm-hmm. but i was adamant about not speaking spanish because no one at school spoke spanish like obviously people in spanish section did but none of my friends did and i thought it wasn't cool and i know that it like broke his heart and at one point he just stopped trying because he was like because there were so much resistance from me and Lucas like we weren't doing anything we weren't helping out and so now even if I want to have these conversations like sometimes he'll be like oh we'll speak Spanish or French for the night or whatever you know to sort of pick it up again and I really want to but sometimes I switch to English because like we said we start talking about more important topics and I feel like he thinks I'm being flippant about it but I'm not I just cannot communicate and that's like that hurts me to think about like I don't enjoy having that aspect Mm -hmm. But then, like, to also see the result that it has on them. Like, I'm not trying to disregard what you're wanting to do and what you're trying to help us with. But, like, some, like until I know more, I'm not comfortable making the mistakes again and again. But it's just, like, you have to use it for you to learn. But I'm, like, yeah. I don't want to. It's like, like, I, I just want to know it. Yeah. Like, you know those things where it's, like, if you could have any superpowers. Like, I would want to be able to wake up and speak every language and, like, mm. not have to learn it. Mm. Learning a language is so hard. Especially, like... I think it's so taken for granted where we are. Yeah. And, like, the way we're brought up. Because, like, basically everyone's international and they speak, like, four languages and that's normal. But picking up a language is very hard. Especially the older you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially if it's not the same alphabet or the same, yeah. like, grammar. Like, like different, base, you know? different structure, different, yeah. Because, I mean, all the language, all the languages I've learned, like, a couple. But they're either romantic or they're Germanic. So mm-hmm. they at least have, like, common the threads throughout. So, like, I think of, like, you know, like, my parents, they learned, like, Russian and stuff. And I'm, like, how, like, how do you even start with yeah. that? You know? It's just, like, completely different. And I think it's interesting because the culture is reflected in the language. Oh, for sure. So, you have to, like, you can learn a language, 
but I feel like you have to go there and like you have to experience you have to be around the people who are speaking language, fluently like, to understand. Yeah. Like I saw this it's a t- like Tumblr text post and it was this person who went from learning Japanese to learning Hebrew. Oh god. And um, they were saying just how drastically different the learning environment was because the people who were teaching it were fluent in those languages and I'm assuming native mm-hmm. to those cultures and stuff. And so they were like, yeah, you know, I'd like say this, like I'd ask how you say this in Hebrew and the teacher laughed at me because like, they were like, oh, you're serious. Like, oh, you'd never use that. I can't remember what the phrase was, but like, they were like, you'd never come across someone who would try to say that and everything. Yeah. And so for me, like, I know that every time I've gone to try and learn a language, it's been like... Um, a translation to English it's always been like I'm learning words I'm like okay what's a direct translation to that when that's not the case like sometimes there are words that do not exist in my vocabulary which I want to learn more of like I find that super interesting but if I have nothing to sort of like mm-hmm. signal it to or compare it to I can't do anything with that whereas people who grew up speaking two languages like simultaneously all the time they often have like the most incredible ways to express themselves because when there isn't one in one language they can easily switch yeah. over and be like the words exist in this one yeah, but like even when I'm talking to you, sometimes we just like go for the French word or whatever because yeah. it just sometimes tips, it like, fits top better. Of your mind. Yeah, yeah, it just fits better. But I think yeah, and I think it's definitely interesting to like think about because I always just pick languages that I'm familiar with. Like I can pick up Italian and Spanish like yeah. words and like if I try like to learn phrases them, and stuff, yeah, I could learn them quite easy just because I'm more used to the culture and also because I know French and you know. I think that's also point, very yeah. much taken for granted. Like, I don't know. It's very strange. But I mean, like, I, do you speak different languages at home and stuff? Because, mm-hmm. like, I figured you, you would, but, like, I was like, I was like, I've never seen you guys do it yet because every time I'm there, you guys speak English, like, for my benefit, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, like, what's it like for you? Because it's kind of all been, like, consistent, Yeah, you guys no? have, like, three languages. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, always been on the go for you. Yeah, I think, like, mama speaks Spanish, or, like, often. Yeah. Um... Papa will speak French a lot. Um, and then the between kids, you guys, you mostly speak English, no? The kids between us will speak English, sometimes French if we've like if watched it's in the a French vibe, movie. Yeah. Or like, or like you're talking about French rap. Like, like if we're talking, if like I come home from training and they'll be like, oh, how was it? And I'll be like, yeah, I don't know. Like, or yeah, and then Papa, like sometimes will. They they will definitely speak English to us quite often. But I think it's hard because, obviously, like, as kids, as the kids, like, you guys are most confident in English, but, you know, you can have French and Spanish. But I think for your mum, she had to learn French, kind of, and for your dad, he had to learn... Like, obviously, they are good at it, and they understand it, but they're not the most but confident it's not the, in it. like, comfortable default I feel like it's interesting looking at like parents who have different native tongues because yeah. my parents like Japan, Japan Japanese is both native to them but my yeah my mum's good at English my dad's fluent in French so like but they still have Japanese as their native tongue you know and that's what we try and speak oh I don't but like that's what they speak to like me in but then if you have like all three languages going and I think like because I know a lot of um, people who are who have half Japanese, half something else, like French or English or whatever. And I know, especially because Japanese is very hard to learn, yeah. they have often like very strange environments where the kid's being spoken to in French and Japanese and mm-hmm. they don't really know what language to respond to because if they respond in one language, the other parent won't understand it as well or they're not as confident in it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like 
hard to like I mean, gauge. Yeah, for sure. My, I mean, my parents met and fell in love in Spanish, which is not my first. I love the way you said. I'm sorry, that was so romantic. The way you phrased well, that, I find that that is cute. Well, no, but if you think no, about I, it, no, to yeah, fall it in love sense. with someone not in your main t- mother yeah, tongue in two months, somebody tell them <laughs> yeah, that, that was problematic. That was intense. <laughs> I mean, it's worked. I mean, it's worked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, but like my dad. He went to Mexico after what, like four years in the back, like studying Spanish mm-hmm. with a French teacher who was teaching Spanish. It was very much not Spanish. growing up speaking Spanish. Yeah, yeah, who like, oh, maybe she was Spanish. But anyway, it's not, it's not, not the like same as Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then, so he went to Mexico. His Spanish was all right, but Mama, he didn't speak any English, and Mama was more comfortable in English than she was in Spanish. And which is just in general funny, yeah. she was learning french from him because he was teaching yeah. her french which is how she conned him into like <laughs> spending time with him but she already spoke pretty well apparently i don't fucking know but yeah like they i don't know i just find it so strange that like i would struggle to get to know people in english like to get to know someone to the level that you know you want to marry them in a different in a different language, language. can i just like, say that just shows like how good for each other like they obviously were putting in the work there just speaking as a hopeless romantic, you know, mm. like that shows dedication and wanting to get to know someone. Yeah. I think it is interesting. And I think like, I don't know, I've always said I would not marry someone, but like, you know, have a partner who was um, from a different like country. Like I was like, oh, I think it's such a cool opportunity to learn the language and like learn the culture. But honestly, it's such a hard thing it's to do. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Just like, to meet them. <laughs> thinking about like how I would communicate with someone in a language other than English. It, especially like when there's an emotional right, weight yeah. to your relationship and stuff like you know if you're mm-hmm. pissed off you can't just like rely on them understanding your signals from one language like you'd have to be able to try like that's really impressive i mean my parents met in a language class but obviously they both were fluent in english, like by that my mom <laughs> the way that i immediately went to her to be fluent like no, she grew up in england but i mean it was the north so debatable whether or not that was like english i'm gonna anyways moving past it um and then you know no, my dad landed here <laughs> Um, and then they met in Russian class and everything and then and so you know that's been great for them because when we were growing up that's what they would fall back on to keep secrets from us as I've said like as I've told you guys like they'd like be talking, about, they'd be talking about us and then they'd start speaking Russian and I'm like that's I'll so fucking Japan, weird I'll be in Japan I want a bitch about something I'm talking French yeah. I'm in France I want a bitch about something I'm talking Japanese, Japanese yeah in Luxembourg it's kind of hard to do that because yeah, they know everything <laughs> they truly but yeah just like just the idea of like because I have no problem I don't think I'd have any issue like befriending someone who, you know, our, like, common language is my is second language same, or, yeah. you know, something else. But, like, falling in love is a whole other level of, like, dedication to me. Yeah, so. but I find, like, when I'm in Japan or even just talking to people who are Japanese, especially, like, my age, I feel very uncomfortable because they know all, like, the lingo and, like... Slang. Slang is like, throws me off every time. Oh, my goodness. And they would say, like, a full... They'll be talking for, like, five minutes. I'm like, genuinely, I have... No, no idea clue. what you yeah. just said. Yeah. No idea. My dad, like, and he's so, he's fluent in French. And he, we would hang out after games. And, like, um, it took me a long time. Like, I, I, I'm not nowhere near, like, I don't really understand. <laughs> but, like, my dad was like, I have no idea what the girls are saying. Like, I just don't know. He, it's so different. Especially, okay, like, French slang is so yeah. specific. Especially, like, French slang yeah from football from yeah. TV, from yeah like you know like there's a whole there's a different like vibe to it but slang yeah. is something that so easily shows whether how or not, confident you are and yeah native how confident you are. you are how native you are because you can know every word in a fucking dictionary but unless you know slang you know that they learned that language and to be mm. to understand slang at the time you have to be well 
You have like to be exposed in, to the culture. You have to be exposed to the culture at a constant basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It switches all the time. Like, that's the whole point of slang. Mm-hmm. But you know, like you have to be with those people who are speaking it as it's <laughs> as it's coming it so out. Funny. Basically, okay. My mum learned English when she was like six. Um, and so it would be like nineteen end of the nineteen hundred. I don't know, really know. I'm not expressing <laughs> <Just fucking truth. laughs> that made her sound like so much. Older. Yeah, I'm not expressing her age or anyway, whatever. So she learned English in primary school, and then she learned it in like she studied it in uni as well. Um, but in Japan, I mean, by, by like American teachers or whatever. Nice. And um, so she's very fluent, and like mm-hmm. you know, I can confident confidently say she's like native or like fluent enough. But I'll be talking to her. She's like what and the other day i was like okay queen and she, she, was, she got mad at me i was like it's a compliment i was like it's a good thing and you know she's like i don't get it don't say that to me and i was like okay jeez and she was like i don't understand it like don't say that if i don't get it i'm like that's a you problem like i mean like i know my like i'll say something to my parents and like what is that and i'm like oh that's genuine that's just like internet slang that's like not used and like common talking mm. but i like tend to just fuck everything up and do mm. it anyways but i remember once i did like a two-week intensive like spanish course before oh, the exam and my teacher was spanish and like you know like when i introduced myself i was like oh you know like like my dad's chilean and everything so i was like i was saying that stuff and then she was like telling me not slang specifically but she was like oh this is a term that you'd say in spain but if you were to use this in, in chile, chile it would be like vulgar and yeah, i was like how am i supposed to keep track of this because like you know i'm more likely to go to spain than i am to chile right now because you know distance wise and everything but like just the idea of having to keep like especially when it's spoken in different places but differently like yeah. french in switzerland is different to french and belgium is different to french and france. don't even get me started so like having that. to keep track of all that <laughs> shit is just like it's so tiring it's so much effort especially when i'm not comfortable in the language as is but wanting to Mm -hmm. be comfortable and like no go 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 i said something in the car with my coach (laughs) basically um like we were in the car and bruno's car he like for like four years now i always press the heat butt like the butt yeah, yeah it's so nice like the first yeah. time i was like, freezing, toasty. like do you want the butt heater and i was no, like the heated yes. seats on oh, my yeah. the level yeah. three on my car oh my god yeah so hot if you're not putting on level three like why what's you, the point oh no it, it like literally it scorches your ass <laughs> that's <laughs> the dream the best way but then it goes numb because yeah it's so hot and you're like but then you step outside and it's freezing and it's just like clash exactly and your back seizes up anyway so I put like the heat and usually I don't like either he'll do it automatically or like this time he forgot and I was like and I was like um <laughs> I was like chica <laughs> shopping and he was like chidi you mean but they won't know what you he's mean like, literally don't say that he's like that's really bad yeah i think this is why you get in these situations understandable queen some other shit as well one time God. no i was just gonna say because like i think it's very different to be taught a language like i yeah. sometimes go over like what my mom like when my mom speaks me in english or she's writing an email and she's like oh like does this make sense or like how would i phrase this mm-hmm. like just the articulations and like the art like just small details like you wouldn't say that like technically grammatically it's correct but no one says that it's like there's this like in english when you're describing something there's a specific order that native english speakers will know like naturally like you wouldn't say 
the orange big cat you'd say the big orange cat yeah that is so you know that order but anyone learning it who's i mean most people will not be taught that because their teachers might not know themselves because Mm -hmm. they'll be native and everything or you know like it's not really a thing that you think you need to speak but if someone wrote that down you'd be able to see who's native and who's not because it's something that you just kind of like know and my dad told me that like you know when he's translating he used to have that there because he knew it automatically but sometimes he still has to like double check and so yeah and especially when you're taught languages in schools you're taught formally like yeah exactly that's like i can tell my mum has been taught the language yeah whereas like i've been grown up with the language like kind of thing. i know like you know i don't know if it's a thing but in chile i can't remember if they do or don't but you know some spanish-speaking countries use usted and some don't at all oh, and so it's yeah. weird to like learn it and then not be sure but you know like for example french like we learn very formal french at school because it's how it is but that's not how people talk french uh, like you know yeah. and you can tell when writing that that's not a thing and that you know, like obviously like you know those fucking like you know in the textbooks it'd be like text messages text. and stuff oh, God, yeah. and it'd be like you'd it have says, to like salut mon pote i'm like just because you put mon pote doesn't mean that you can speak like slang french exactly. now like and so it's really weird to, to have to learn it formally and then to go the next step of being comfortably native you have yeah. to unlearn and you're like so oh i can speak the language and then you go and you're like what, what? yeah <laughs> like you sound like you're a spy like mm-hmm. on a mission because it's very just like mm. structured and stuff oh don't even get me started with japanese because like you have different basically it's like a different language kind of when you're it is no, no. <laughs> japanese is a different language it's like it very much is Masaki. it's like an informal and formal but yeah. they're like literally called different languages and i'm very bad at switching between the two quite frankly i don't get it and i don't i don't agree with the system so i'm like <laughs> I go out of my way to not use it, which is Rebel why child. everyone's like, that's not how you say it. I'm like, I don't care. Uh, I probably should. But like, I think it's just like getting to know how to use a language is very, very different, like in context. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of Yeah, especially when there's cultural differences, you have to know, not just like grammatically speaking, the differences to use, but like the whole cultural aspect of like who you're talking to. like and that's something else learning english english is such a shit show of a language like i love oh it oh god yeah but the like conjugations the conjugations are all over the place but there's, like, also, there's, there's no, no formal yeah there's, there's no formal in english mm-hmm. so even learning french where it's like vous or german yeah. where it's z like that for me i was like okay but like it's not rude to say you because in english it was and then they're like no 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 you can never oh, and i'm like why when you're like, talking to someone and then like, you might as well slap them in the face and i'm like why is that that's such a big deal but i've been like so trained that like now when someone tutors like someone that's not meant to be yeah i'm like i oh. everyone i was like you're in some deep shit and the french person looks at them like oh and wow. when people are like no tu peux me tutoyer and then next time you tutor them and like, the face that yeah. they give you and i'm like but i just like, like literally like, like four weeks ago but it, they look like you've murdered their child no, in front of them literally god like oh they get offended if you vouvoie them they're like she vieux comme ça and I'm like yeah I know I'm like, I, it's like it's like, it's like oh you, like, you feel like you can't be comfortable with me and so now time you're comfortable they're like you're overly comfortable you're overstepping I'm like what am I your what am I supposed to use friend instead? or whatever I'm like, I just like God. refer to you as an inanimate object the entire time okay, like in, like you're in third person for the rest of our conversation oh but yes God. it's like it's all those things it's like you're aware of and more so for me I feel like I'm so aware of the fact that I'm unaware of so much of it I'm like I don't mm-hmm. know anything and so like going back to the original oh, subject <laughs> going back to the original subject that's always made me feel like I don't know where I stand because you know even if I can sort of like fake it till I make it for certain like language or food or like cultural aspects that I appreciate the different places I am not comfortable in any place that I'm like quote unquote mm. from like passport speaking or whatever and so like I'm always just like what the fuck am I 
like yeah. you know i think it's definitely hard and like in japanese because it's obviously a different alphabet but within that there's like three different alphabets and one of them like no one knows like all of them all of the letters and stuff like people just cannot read it and i'm like guys why do you have it so because of that like if you had like like our english alphabet or like you know an alphabet that's like phonetic or whatever you can read it out and people be like, oh, that's not how you pronounce it. But like, but they, they don't know what, what you're saying. Say. I cannot read it. Like, I kid you not, I would probably pick up a book and I can't read 90% of it. Yeah. Honestly, people can't read like 40% of it. They kind of pretend like they do. But like, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, I, I'm not going to read Japanese because I literally would take yeah. an hour to get through a page. That's something I'm so great with the Spanish for, that it's such a phonetic language. Mm-hmm. The second you know how like the letters are pronounced, you're kind of good to go to learn how to read it. Because mm-hmm. I'm always uncomfortable when I can't, like you know obviously like i speak everything better than i can read or write it because it's a you know i spend more time doing like the speaking than i do the rest of it but i'm always uncomfortable if i could like if i can speak way more than i can read or write so german i can read some but i cannot write for shit so it throws me off french it's pretty evenly matched reading and writing to speaking and spanish is kind of like fucking all over the place but you know it's such an important part to like that mm-hmm. cultural aspect of that language like even if you're there if you can't read street signs or can't read a map or you know you're kind of fucked yeah no it's definitely confusing but yeah um more this of the story is we don't know we're confused what the fuck we're doing with our lives yeah this is a pretty long episode and i'm pretty sure this is just a part one. Oh yeah and it was mainly about languages but i think it was, I think it was important, yeah i think it was you know? interesting part two of our identity crisis coming soon <laughs> Um, stay tuned for that. Yeah, we'll Way. get back to you. Are we? Way. Do we have an outro? Outro. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>